Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry. From the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with the talented Laurel Taylor. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I am doing great. Uh, You know, the only thing we didn't talk about before this was uh, what's the temperature like in Tennessee and Florida? That's the only thing. Usually we talk about that. Right. That's it's crazy. Like it was really cold a few days ago and now it's like hot (laughs) and I always wear hoodies. So (laughs) it never changes. I sweat. (laughs) Oh, it's funny. I remember a few weeks ago when it was so cold. I'm like, I'll send you the warm air. Still hot right. here, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's hot. No. Oh. But we do love to start off with actually a very difficult question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tell us, who is Laurel Taylor? Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, Laurel Taylor, to me, I feel like wants to encourage people. And as an artist, as a singer-songwriter, um, just as a leader, and I want to serve a purpose in this world. I want to bring hope and joy. Um, and I have been doing this for 11 years. So um, I know I'm in the calling of uh, what God's called me to do. And that's all I can say. You know, I can't worry about people or anybody's opinions. I just keep going, right? Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you are because you have some great music out. Thank you so much. In fact, your recent release, Old House, you want to tell us a little about that? Maybe the uh, what kind of inspired it? Yeah, of course. Um, I was talking to my mom. I originally wrote this song with my mother. <laughs> and um, we never write together. But she brought up this sign that said, um, you know, bringing up my past is like robbing a house that is no longer there or empty. Um And uh, I was like, whoa, that would be a really cool song of talking about that's your old house. Here's a brand new address. Here's your new house. And so that's kind of how the song was crafted from nobody's really proud of their past. And it was just cool to create a song that maybe people can hold on to and say, hey, look, that's not me anymore. You know. It's definitely a great song. I love it. Thank you. Just something I was listening the other day and and as we talked before, during my day job, I do a lot of analytics and, and I'll put music on just to stay focused. And I'm like, oh, sometimes I just have to stop a minute and listen to the song because it just, it grabs you and you're just like, I gotta listen to this a minute. Just, just need a minute. Right. Good, good break from right. it too. But yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. So good. Absolutely. And you know, the only thing I think pasts are good for is retrospect to say, okay, that's who I was. Uh, I've mm. grown, I'm better now. I'm this, I'm that, you know, like, like it just, yeah, I think we all grow. Uh, we all grow at our own time sometimes. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, the skeletons can stay there. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really good. No, I mean, it's true. Like you're, I always say like, you're the one holding you back. You know, you're the person that gets in the way of who, who like you're supposed to be and truly stepping in and walking in that. So it's super cool to hear the perspectives of uh, the song and how, 
people hear it differently. And I'm like, I didn't write it for that, but I'm so <laughs> glad you heard that. You know, it's just super cool. It is. It is. And I think that's one thing universally, again, back to everyone has a past, everyone, you know, is can change and things like that. And that's just such a universal message, you know, it's, right. it's, it brings impact. Thank you. So tell me, who are some of the women that inspire you? Oh gosh, I'm not even trying to be cheesy, but Loretta Lynn, um, she, it amazes me that, you know, at a young age, she was teaching herself to play guitar, teaching three, you know, three or four chords. She's writing about everything that she's going through, trying to figure out how to get it on, you know, somewhat of a CD or record or tape or whatever they had back then. Like, it blows my mind how, I mean, of course she's the legend, but like, I just always go back to like, okay, if you can't grab a guitar and sing the song, then you ain't got it. Like, you just don't. Like, if you have to have all that, you know, computer work behind you and you can't just sit up there like Loretta or, you know, whoever, um, Tammy, Tammy Wynette, you know, like any of them, like, and just sing the song raw. Willie Nelson, he never hits the right note, but it doesn't matter. He's <laughs> Willie Nelson, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, some, uh, women would be, um, my main is Loretta Lynn. Um, but honestly, Tammy Wynette, the Judds, um, it, like just the old, old country that made country music, truly it did. And people can stray from it all day long, but at the end of the day, that's why we're singing. That's why we're, that's why we have a country genre as much as they don't like it or do like it, it always goes back to the women of country, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and Laura Lynn was a good, great influence. I mean, she was writing right. songs well beyond, you know, what they wanted to play on radio, you know, just like dollars right. pushing the bar. And, and, you know, it's so nice to see right. these women pushing the bar because even if they weren't played on radio, you know, it's. That's right. And she, she didn't lose, she didn't lose that passion. She didn't lose that drive and and that's what for me like she was a woman of faith I'm a woman of faith she has drive I have drive passion you can't teach drive to an artist they just either have that drive and that hustle or they don't and so it's just really cool um to watch you know coal miner's daughter and things like that just to encourage like keep going like the things they did back then you can still do now you know <laughs> so it's pretty cool Absolutely. And I think nowadays we act, it's actually easier for young, and I say kids and, and anyone in general that wants to learn to play guitar because, you know, back even in the 90s, going back there, right. we didn't have the internet like we do today. So right. I say then the fact that it's a benefit and sometimes negative, but it's a benefit for the fact that you can go on there, learn to play guitar, piano, whatever you want to do. You can probably much find the right uh, little educational piece. I wouldn't suggest doing that for surgery though, but you know, for music and some things that are, that are for, for you to learn technical skills right. are great. So. I, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I, I, I taught myself guitar and I taught, uh, I took piano for 10 years. So I taught myself guitar, watching other people, watching people when I lived on in downtown Nashville on Broadway, I watched everyone and I just learned from it. You know, I was a sponge soaking it up. So. It. It's, it's so nice to be there though because you do get to soak it up on broadway and things like that and 
Right. Be around very talented musicians as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So would you like to do our 13 crazy questions now? I'm ready. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. I promise we won't get arrested yet. <laughs> Tell me. Do you have any guilty pleasure music on your playlist? You know, something that you don't always admit to listening to? Uh, you know, there is... <laughs> okay, I don't know the artist. Because you're not supposed to know the artist in jazz. It's more of, like, the music piece. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I'm, like, really, like, uh anxious or i need to chill it's jazz music and that's kind of embarrassing like i know there uh, jazz is wonderful it's just not for me um and for some reason i like the old timey like jazz and like frank sinatra like oh my gosh like blows my mind how talented um these people are and then beyond the jazz it would be like hardcore like black gospel like a hundred percent i am a white girl with a black a black heart soul like truly like i've got some soul in me so those would be my two <laughs> finish this statement today my favorite song is mm, that's super hard Am I allowed to It's just for today. Tomorrow we can change. No, no, no. Just think, think of a song that, that's kind of stuck in your head or whatever, and you can use that. Because tomorrow it could be different. Like my ultimate, um, like my my always, like I would say my always favorite song would probably be Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You. Like that's that's like my one always favorite song, right? But like today, you know, I was listening to possibly Old House, you know, so that might be my favorite song today. You know what? Okay, I don't want to be... <laughs> would be crazy but it's old house because so many people have been telling me the impact it's made and i'm like thank you god for writing that you know what i mean like not me yeah. i'm just so grateful for that song so i would i'd say my single not a shameless plug but there you go old house <laughs> and that's perfect you know and and even from the writer perspective you know yeah. yes i can totally understand that because there are days where i'm like that's the best song i've ever written Probably not really, yeah. but you know, I feel that way. That's like my favorite right. song. So, right. Tell me the best concert you've ever attended. Uh, I would have to say Carrie Underwood. Um, I was 18 when I first moved to Nashville, and I remember when she came out in that beautiful long dress, whatever she was wearing. And I just began to cry. That's embarrassing. But like I was crying because it's exactly what I wanted to do one day. I knew I wanted to be on stage. I knew I wanted to make an impact and just sing songs that I believe in. And she was singing Blown Away. I'll never forget it. Is And then I had to go get the shirt. You know, I had to go <laughs> buy the $100 yeah. shirt with all the tour dates on it. So um, I'll never forget that day. And no, I'm not the voice of Carrie Underwood at all, but she inspired me to keep pushing as an artist. Absolutely love it. Tell us uh, some music recommendations, songs, albums, artists that we need to listen to before we die. Hmm. 
Um, I'm going to start with definitely, if you don't know who Loretta Lynn is, please go listen to Loretta Lynn because she was. Yeah, teach if y'all haven't heard her, come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> you ain't. You ain't alive yeah. if you you haven't. Yeah, we're, um, we're gonna have to round you all up and put you in jail or something. That's it, you know. Just <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, no, she she just teaches a lot about passion and mm-hmm. and just drive and and honestly facing your fears and things like that. Like she went through so much, and there's so much you can probably relate to this day with her music. So I'd say her. Um, I would say you got to be seasoned and go listen to some Johnny Cash. Um. I would say working my way up a little Miranda Lambert. Um, I absolutely love the house that built me. I believe that vibe is very close to old house. Um, I love that singer songwriter, Chris Stapleton. Um, got to listen to his stuff. And I'm not talking about just Tennessee whiskey. I'm talking about, uh, he's got a song that says, um, my daddy doesn't pray anymore. Oh my gosh. Just, it will make you cry. Um, and I just love songs that have stories with meanings that can you can apply to your life to this day. Um, and then honestly, I'd say um, my grandmother passed away a few few years ago and the Gaither vocal band, anything the Gaither vocal band is going to be encouraging. And you're going to hear beautiful harmonies with incredible vocalists. Um, sometimes it takes a mountain, sometimes a troubled sea. There's just such good words. And then um, anything Laurel Taylor. <laughs> so, check it out. <laughs> hey, we'll definitely have to check her out. Yeah, definitely. I think so. <laughs> oh, tell me something on your bucket list. Or a couple good things. Yeah. Um, I. This is embarrassing, but it's true. I want to play the Grand Ole Opry one day. Not embarrassing. Um, that's a that's, that's awesome. a dream of mine. Yeah, that's it's a dream. It's a goal. Um, I believe just speaking it and saying it and just believing it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> that's right. And uh, I would say after that, um, I want to skydive. Uh, I'm I'm like terrified of heights, <laughs> but. I would like to skydive and say I did it. You know, I'd really like to live to say I did it. <laughs> it just terrifies me, but that's something on my bucket list. Um, and then truly, uh, just write. Like, you know, as an artist, you're so close. You get those almost. You get those, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's good, but not right now. Or, yeah, that's good. We'll put it out for this, but then we're going to, you know, there's always yeah. something. Mm-hmm. My bucket list is to write a song that changes the world, truly. A timeless song, not timely, timeless song that you can apply every year, each year, and that it will change each and every person. That's all I got. <laughs> Love it. Except for the jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, I'm still, you know, I've always wanted, wanted to consider it, but I'm, I, uh, I don't know. There's just something about jumping out of the plane. I'm like, not so sure yet. It's it's nerve wracking for sure, but I'll do it. Uh, and good parasailing, you know, where they're still tethered and you're in there. That's great. You know, I'm in all right. day long. So right. <laughs> oh, so if we made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? Oh gosh. Oh, I don't know. 
I don't, is there a, is that an answer? Can I say, I don't know. Gosh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm very different, very unique. I, we just did the music video for old house. That's not released yet. And, and they were like, well, we want you to have a, a girl uh, that's younger. And, and it it's so different. Cause you know, it's, I have a whole arm of uh, tattoos like sleeves. And then I have um, my hair is uh, undercut. So, obviously a top and then undercut all this. I got two tattoos on my neck each side. I've got another arm full of tattoos. I'm just edgy and different. And I would hope the person that plays me is just like edgy, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and just knows how to be bold and walk in that room and just, you know, take over, which is super cool. That's definitely my personality, but my mom always says I couldn't hurt a fly. So (laughs) I don't know. Well, well, I think people judge people by their looks too much. And, uh, you yeah. know, especially someone that has lots of tattoos, that's the first thing people will start judging sometimes. And I'm like, Definitely. I think they're cool. I'm yeah. just like, I usually look because I'm like, I'm a person of artwork, love, yeah. love good artwork. And I'm like, there's just some tattoo artists that are just amazing. Yeah, there's absolutely. a Canadian artist that was on. She's actually, uh, she owns a tattoo shop and she has, I think, 17 get this wrong. I think it's 17 butterflies. Cause we went through this and I'm like, how many butterflies do you have? And she's like one here, one here. I'm like, okay. I can't remember. Wow. Yeah. It was just, they were really, really great. She is amazing. Her artwork. Amazing. When she does tattoos, I'm like my next tattoo, I'm coming to you, which means I have to go to Canada. Right. So. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? <coughs> that's really serious now Um, come on um (laughs) no (laughs) i don't i I would okay okay fine we'll just grab you when we when we go to the the cold area they apparently don't like snow from what a couple of people have said so that's my game plan is to find those people that said they don't like snow and i'm just gonna move in with them and we'll see how this works (laughs) yeah there you go that's a good plan that's okay, funny. so I'll come get you on my way there because it's probably going to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, just come pick me up. Just come pick <laughs> me up on the way there if that happens. <laughs> oh, tell me something you would never do. Maybe jump off um, a bridge? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would never do. I'm going to go with, gosh, I would never quit. I'll never quit what I'm doing. I'll no matter what. I will never quit. I know that's deep, but it's true. <laughs> I'm very, um, very uh, driven for this, and and I know that God's given me a gift, and I have to use it. I can't not, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, and I'll probably. <laughs> I'll probably I'll be funny too because like I hate vegetables so I'll probably never eat the way that you know you're supposed to eat I'm always chicken fingers and fries and but you can stay healthy that way too you just gotta walk and you gotta run and stuff right so and and now they have air fryers so air yeah, fryers, right. you know, so it's healthier. Fried it's a little more right? healthier. Right. It ain't got to be so. grilled. It can still be fried. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, truly. Oh, it's okay. You fit in here. I, I'm the vegetable person, but you know, that 
most of the the household doesn't isn't a vegetable right like they have a salad and it's just lettuce although they have a right. to romaine mind you thanks to my influence but you know oh goodness <laughs> oh okay so hypothetically if i called you and said hey laurel i have a dead body do you know a good place to hide it i honestly uh <laughs> I would think it was a prank and I'd be like, I'm hanging up on you. But um, <laughs> what would I do? You're probably moment? right. Or, or like, are you saying what would you do in the moment? Or would you say, what? Yeah. how would I respond? How, how, how would you respond? Like, like, do you know a place for me to hide a body or, or just in case, you know? Okay. First off, um, I'd probably respond with, um, I'm not helping <laughs> at all. I'm not getting myself involved. I've done I've done too much in the past to, to <laughs> grow up in thing now. Um, but um, I love uh, like murder crime things and mm-hmm. like trying to figure out uh, the different like storylines and stuff. So yeah. I feel like I could help, but like, I don't know. Cause I, I sometimes it, it stumps me on the shows. I'm like, what, you know, like yeah. you, Really, I just love Lifetime stuff and anything that has a good dramatic story. But I hate drama in real life. So anything like that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, see ya. <laughs> like, lose my number, please. I can't help you. Oh. So. You know, it must be creative people behind the uh, Investigation Discovery Channel. Because some of those shows, like, I always mention Wives with Knives. Because it just it just sounds funny, you know? Like, right. Oh they have some great yes. Yeah, yeah, they have just great funny show names like that. And I'm all, obviously, it's not funny because, you know, they're serious murder crime, things like that. But, you know, it's just, yeah. I love that they add the humor to it. Like, it's that, that yeah. twisted dark humor. Yeah, any of the, like, obsession stuff is super, like, fun to watch. Because, like, it, I mean, for me, it's not, that's not real life. You know what I mean? There are people out there like that obsession. But, like, you always want to figure out, like, the story before it comes yes. out. It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Oh, absolutely. So tell me something you're afraid of. Spiders, bats. Um, honestly, any like bug. I hate bugs. Just hate them. Like, I don't care if it's, if a, if a fly came in here, I'd be like, well, what's in this? Like uh, anything. <laughs> um, I am, I'm super afraid of any kind of bug that crawls or flies. I hate cockroaches and then cockroaches that fly. Oh, yeah. I'm packing my bags and I'm leaving. Yeah. I understand why you probably won't be visiting Florida too much on your tours coming up in the future. Oh, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Oh. Yeah. I, I have to admit the first time I saw one of those down here in Florida, the, the palmetto bugs, they, I was like, what in the oh, well. Is I was like, no. Oh, I was like, oh, hell no. Flying cockroaches? Mm-mm. Oh, hell no. This is not okay. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. And then they have, um, I was in Puerto Rico years ago and they have like iguanas just walking all over. Yeah. And I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. And they're big. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, they're like, just, I'm like, what well, are we going to, are we going to run from it or are we just going to watch it? You know, <laughs> right. like, it's crazy, but. it's funny absolutely just like uh i think it's the komodo dragon on easter island i believe it was i saw that the very first time and i'm like i wanted to go there so bad i'm like i don't think i want to go there anymore like i feel like i'm gonna be lunch or something like i just feel like 
this immense terror yeah. from, from this animal. I'm like, okay. Right. Right. No. Well, okay. So would you go to karaoke with me? A hundred percent. Wonderful. We'll have a few drinks. No one will ever notice I'm off key and pitchy. It's all good. <laughs> well, if you could be any person or a position, uh, CEO, rocket scientist, whatever, who would you want to be for the day or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Um, honestly, I would say, especially in the music business, uh, as an artist, you know, you have to book yourself and hustle and find those shows and things and fill up your calendar. Um, I would love to be a manager. Like I'd love to be like a, a and R or, uh, like from Sony or Warner or, you know, just somebody that hire in just to know their brain of like, what are you looking for? <laughs> you know, like what, what, what do you think is talent? What do you think is a good song? You know, what is, what's trending right now? Or are you just looking for a face? Like, you know, I just wonder um, how people make it, you know, how they move forward and they progress and their songs become number one and out of nowhere. And it's like, I would love to just sit in that chair, like a chairman of Herb, you know, um, mm -hmm. I believe his name's Mike, I think. Yeah. Like just, you know, sit and be them and just see what, what's going through their brain, <laughs> honestly. So any kind of, any kind of type of manager, but that's what I want to do when I get out of artistry is I want to manage artists. Yeah. That sounds very exciting for sure. And, you know, I, I'm the type, I don't, I don't know, like you're saying about looking for a face. I am the type that, you know, for years, I remember even in the nineties, cause I was always the music type. I always listened to music. And then it was funny. Cause someone's like, did you see the video for that song? I'm like, e I'm bad at this now. Sorry. I, right. I will play songs over and over. I will have no clue what some artists look like. And someone will be like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, I really, probably the worst yep. person for celebrities. Like I could have like all these celebrities around me. I'd be like yeah clueless <laughs> yeah that's super but, that's super true yeah yeah so do you have any words of wisdom you live by and if so what are they um i've i've told this to one article that it's okay to hear no um it's okay to hear no and it's okay to say no so like never be a people pleaser, never be a, you know, a doormat. You can be kind, obviously, but um, letting people run all over you is going to hurt you in the end. Um, I think hearing no really uh, gives growth. Um, somebody that just hears yes all the time is never going to be teachable, you know, yes. and I've heard no so much <laughs> and, you know, it, this music business, like they just rip it from you, you know, you might get a call from this and then it's like, Oh, just kidding. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'd say, uh, also the music business is very small. Um, it doesn't matter where you're at, Nashville, LA, London, like any of the, you know, New York, mm -hmm. 
the business is small and everybody knows everybody and you will run into them again. So always be your best, like always, you know, bring your best and speak well of other people. Don't base it off of one conversation you had with me. You know, like I've learned, do not talk about people. Like even if they did rub you wrong, like we're all in this together, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very positive person. I'm a team person. Um, I also, words of wisdom, everybody has a place. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I realized that, that really helped me understand where I fit. And every song, it's like NSAI says in Nashville, every song will find its home. Like every song has a place and there's room for everybody. So, you know, as much as we want to say, well, there's competition, there's really not. There's so many people in the world that have different genres that they want to hear. I might not be what you want to hear, but down the street, somebody over here trying, they they might be what you want to hear. And it's just timing and it's being present in the right timing, you know. And uh, lastly, I just believe the Lord's got everybody. He's got a specific plan for everybody and it's up to us to follow it or not. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, going back to the no, I've always learned that no means next opportunity. That's right. This might, this might come from more of the business back end of where, you know, kind of college and all that good stuff, but realistically, yeah. Um, right. It's just not, you know, they say, you know, sometimes your path is supposed to go a certain way. So whatever you're supposed to learn in life, it's supposed to go that way. So, That's right. And everything happens at the right time. Yeah. Even chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you appreciate when you don't have chaos, I think. That's really builds yes. character and keeps you strong too. That's right. So the only constant in life is change. Be adaptable, right? That's good. Well, tell me what do you have going on for the rest of this year? Oh gosh, good stuff, got... I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, I just dropped, you know, Old House in January. The music video is coming out soon. I've got a new single coming out um, called Mama Prayed um, in Mo- on Mother's Day. Um, and it's basically just talking about how my mother supports me and prays for me every day. And I know so many people will be encouraged by that and their, you know, moms and dads and parents and um, and then after I'm doing a, uh, I've got three other singles coming out, um, that are basically all country market. Um, that's, that's my goal this year is just to release everything into the country, uh, market and super excited how welcoming and, um, just encouraging everyone is for this and that this is my roots and this is what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing and, uh, just encouraging people in the lyrics and, the stories that they hear and the testimonies. And so my, my goal is to put that out and just see what happens. Like I try not to focus on the numbers. Um, I just try to focus on the impact and not uh, every little number. If I, if I did, I would drive myself crazy. I think we all would, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on how many streams we have or if it went to the charts or not, or the next thing. And mm-hmm. um, I just want to focus on every single piece that the Lord gives me and steward it well. Um, 
so basically just putting out singles and playing shows. I'm uh, headed to Arkansas for a radio tour. And then from there, we go to North Carolina. And then from there, we go to um, Georgia, uh, right with the veterans a lot. So I have a um, bunch of like warrior outreach retreats and Operation Song. I love that. They write songs about their PTSD. And it's super cool to just spend time and uh, encourage them in their healing with that. And so uh, I would be going to Mississippi. I mean, I'm traveling all over Texas, uh, a little California. Um, I'm very grateful for just playing out, you know, I'm grateful that people actually want to hear my music. <laughs> so, um, but hopefully maybe not this year, but maybe next year to go to Opry, you know, um, that's my goal. So. Well, I hope I'm in town when you get to play the Opry. That's for sure. Oh gosh. I, <laughs> I've, you you can see me cry. I don't usually cry, but that will blow my mind. I want to stand on that circle, you know, that circle that is right. Everybody wants to stand on the stage. I want to stand right at that circle with my dad and say, like, like, look at this. Wow. You know, like, how cool is this? So it's a dream, but I, it's not a dream that the Lord can't fulfill. Mm -hmm. You put in the work and the efforts and. That's right. Well, I can't wait to see you at the Grand Ole Opry. And obviously, hopefully <laughs> before then, you. you know, because, you know. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, Laurel, it's been a pleasure having you on today. And you are welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Well, it's been a blessing. So thank you, friends, for joining us for an episode. Make sure you check out the links to Laurel's website and check out Old House. If you haven't already done so, or just keep replaying it on Spotify because, you know, every penny counts. I like to joke about that, too. So, but really, every penny does count in musicians when we're starting when starting out. And uh, do what you can. Share it with a friend. And have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.